As a kid, I absolutely loved reading the Harry Potter books in grade school. They're some of my favorite books I've ever read. J.K. Rowling's one heck of an author. But as those books go on, as any of you who have read those books or seen all the movies know, some pretty major characters die during the course of those books. I won't spoil it for anybody who hasn't read them. But a lot of characters you've known to grow and love when you're reading those books, when that character dies, you might think, no, I, I loved so-and-so, or you know who, maybe not that you know who, but you're, why did J.K. Rowling have to kill off so-and-so as part of the story? But as you read on, as the books go on and on, as the story progresses and ends, you realize that in order for the story and the saga of Harry Potter to be complete, those deaths had to take place. It wouldn't be Harry Potter without it. Sure, you might be attached to some of those characters. You might have really, really loved them. I can think of one in particular. But sometimes the death of a character in a story is essential to the progress of that story. And in our readings today, we hear about the frequent theme of death to self constant throughout our readings. From the outset, it might be odd that we speak of penance in these terms, like we're killing off a character in a book, or we're killing off a character in a TV show. But death to self, brothers and sisters, is an essential part of the Christian life. St. Paul, in our second reading today, tells us that in baptism, we were baptized into Christ's death. We were buried with him in baptism. Again, we might often think of baptism, at least our first connotations and thoughts surrounding it would be associated with, with new life, with Easter, with flowers and you know, beautiful little baby. And sure, that's an essential element to it, but there is an element of death to it as well. Because in baptism, our old selves are called to die in that moment. For that little baby, it would at least be original sin. Because in order for true conversion, for true growth to take place, we must die to the old self, once and for all. St. Augustine gave a homily to newly baptized Christians, and he told them that they are embarking on a new life that begins here and now. Augustine would, would have drawn a definitive break between the old self and the new self. Baptism, we are called to shed the old self, to put on the new man, as St. Paul says. And symbolized by putting on that baptismal garment. The old self is gone. It has died. So it would be useless for us to go through the trouble of conversion just to live the same old lives that we had lived before that we had lived previously, wouldn't make any sense. For example, I need to lose a little bit of weight. Let's be honest. But I'm not going to lose any weight if I still stick to my Chick-fil-A breakfast every other day. That would not happen. You wouldn't be able to live a healthy lifestyle if you drank eight Dr. Peppers a day as well. You're not gonna live a healthy lifestyle that way. If I want to lose weight, my love of Chick-fil-A must die. It is that simple. I have to put it to death. It's a harsh metaphor sometimes, sure, but that 
That's what, that is, that was, that's what must happen. And sure, we might try to compromise with it. Like, okay, I'll only have Chick-fil-A once or twice a week. Or I'll only have two Dr. Peppers a day instead of five. We cannot compromise with sin, brothers and sisters. We will never be able to find a happy medium of virtue and vice. Sin cannot peacefully coexist alongside goodness, no matter what we might want to tell ourselves. We know that sin is deadly in the end, so we must be willing to put to death that which is deadly. And Jesus' words in the gospel speak to that same reality too. Whoever does not take up his cross is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. He's not telling us to disregard the fourth commandment. But Christ is telling us that our love for God must surpass every other earthly love. We must be willing to die to self, to cast aside all our other earthly loves and attachments and live for Christ alone. And Jesus himself did this to the fullest. He was willing to die to his earthly life for the sake of obeying God the Father. He was willing to cast aside his earthly loves for our salvation. He was willing to take up his cross for us. He was willing to die to self. So if there is some earthly thing that we just have to hold on to, that we have to have rather than what Christ might want for us, do we really then love Jesus with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength? Do we love God or do we love our sins more, as St. Augustine very beautifully says? Are we willing to die to ourselves, to our individual selves, for the sake of holiness and virtue? Are we willing to sacrifice so that we might experience the fullness of grace and life that God has in store for us? So brothers and sisters, today Christ calls us to follow after him in taking up our cross, in suffering and in dying to self. May we have the courage to die with Christ, to die with him in baptism, die with him in conversion, die to inferior earthly loves and attachments so that we might live with him in faith, hope, love, and joy forever.